If you look at teaching as an individual leisure activity instead of a team sport, your students are missing out and so are you. Let's step into episode two of PD for the Souls Beat the Burnout series. Hey, 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 teacher fam. I am your host, Lanisha Boone. And before we get started, I'd like to share some background information. I am a rock star math teacher turned district coach. I eat, sleep, and breathe math education. I love the classroom and I am totally committed to creating impact. I do understand though, that being impactful is not a one man show. We need everybody in on the fun. And that's precisely why I'm here. I want you to teach like the world depends on it because guess what? It absolutely does. I also understand that there are a lot of moving parts in our education system. And my goal is to plant the seeds so that you can bear fruit. PD for the Soul is your smart start, whether that's to your day, your professional learning community meetings, or your own personal development. I am here to ensure you start smart so you can finish strong. Are you ready to level up your teaching thinking? In episode one, we were introduced to Tiffany Lyles, a brand new teacher who needed some help building relationships. We learned that she can start by listening with an intention to build upon the conversation and make genuine connections. We really talked about how she could use this in her classroom with her students, creating open task with the things that she learned about them during introductions. Today though, I want us to focus on her colleagues. How can she use those strategies that we discussed in episode one to really build those relationships with colleagues and really maximize the collaboration that could happen across those content areas, okay? So episode two centers on maximizing the small moments in the hallways between classes or meetings to connect with peers and work to collaborate across classrooms and content areas. In a perfect world, we'd only have to worry about what's happening within the four walls of our own classrooms. However, our students deserve unwavering and consistent support and I'm sure you can think of at least one person along your hallway who may not be showing up as their best self. With that in mind we have to work together to help keep each other engaged and committed to the goal. The goal is educating our students. Teachers are stronger together. Fruitful impact is best when it's widespread. Our essential question for today's episode is how can we maximize small moments to have a big impact? If I were facilitating this face-to-face, I'd assign you a partner and give you two minutes to have a conversation. I tell you to feel free to start with what you and your partner shared during introductions. Think back to episode one, when we were building those relationships, and I asked everyone to stand and introduce themselves, share something interesting. Yes, reflect back to that and use that to start those conversations. I'd ask you to be sure to listen just as much as you speak. Once I call time, you would have two minutes to reflect on what was shared and to brainstorm ways for the two of you to collaborate at some point in the future. Before we get into Tiffany's story, I want you to think about how you'd rate this activity. Would you know where to start? Would you feel comfortable? How easy or challenging do you think it would be to brainstorm ways to collaborate? And finally, what is the point of it all? An introvert at heart, It's hard for Tiffany to make connections because she can't ever seem to figure out what to say. She is often tucked away in her classroom. She has tons of ideas, but because of her shyness, she hasn't put any of them into action. 
In episode one, we talked about listening when peers and students share so we can build and make connections. This isn't restricted to the beginning of the year meetings. It's relevant to all of our exchanges. But what if we're like Tiffany and feeling unsure of how to initiate these conversations? Or we are often at a loss of words because we aren't yet comfortable for whatever reason. Here are three steps that you can take to take the edge off. Number one, ask a question. Give your coworker an opportunity to shine, to share more about themselves and what they value. Here's a couple examples. What did you do this weekend? What are some things you feel contributed to you winning teacher of the year? How did you manage to build such great relationships with your students? Okay, those are three different examples of questions that you can ask a colleague to take that relationship to the next level, but also to maximize those opportunities in the hallways for you to dig a little bit deeper, right? Because the whole objective here is to get to a point where we can start collaborating across our content areas. So if I learn about how you've built relationships, I may ask you to come over to my classroom on your planning period and try some of those activities with me, okay? If I learn about what you did last year to win Teacher of the Year, and it's something that I feel like applies to my classroom or to my content area, again, I may ask you to come over and let's tag team some things, okay? If I find out that over the weekend, you were fishing with your husband, as we discussed in the first episode, I may ask you, how can we incorporate this into our classrooms and create a joint project okay so that's number one asking a question number two share a finding make it a habit to learn something new okay so whether it's from a tiktok video whether it's from youtube whether it's from facebook whatever it is whether it's from a new book that you read share that finding with your colleague here's an example okay over the weekend you learn that students learn best when they see themselves in the content How do you think we can incorporate that thinking into our classrooms, okay? Now, I want you to pay real close attention here, okay? Because not only did I share something, I also asked a question, okay? So I am sharing a finding, but I'm also engaging my colleague by asking them, what do you think? Okay, so again, I'm giving them an opportunity to shine. Okay, we want to pour into our colleagues because we're working together. We're on the same team with the same goal. So if I can build you up and make you feel good about yourself, then when you go into your classroom, that same energy is going to be it's going to come out. And that's what we want. Okay, so that was number two. Number one was ask that question. Number two was share something that you've found out, something that you've discovered. Number three, tell a story. So share tales from your classroom. This could also be an opportunity for you to combine a question and a finding, kind of like what we did in number two. So here's an example. Peter is having difficulty understanding operations with rational numbers. What suggestions do you have? So I found that my student Peter is having challenges with understanding those operations with rational numbers. Now I'm asking you a question. What suggestions do you have? Now, you may think to yourself, what if the what if the colleague isn't a math teacher, right? You can also ask them, how do you handle um, it when a student is having issues with a particular objective? Like, what are some things that you think about? And even though it's not the same content area, they may say something 
that triggers a thought or triggers an idea or inspires you in some way, okay? So let me just continue. I watched a webinar and they said I should use yellow and red counters to make it hands-on before taking the lesson to paper and pencil. So I'm sharing another finding here, okay? So we're still talking about Peter, but now I'm telling them that not only did I find out that Peter had this challenge, I went and did some research. And in the research, I found that I can use some hands-on manipulatives and I should start there prior to going to paper and pencil. And now I'm asking them another question. What do you think? So again, this question seems like I may be talking to a math colleague, which is okay. But don't think that I can't ask this same question to someone who teaches science or ELA. Okay, because they may have experience with using those hands-on manipulatives as well. Okay, so don't restrict yourselves by no means. Okay, so now back to the reflection question asked earlier in the episode. How can we maximize small moments to have a big impact? Let's say Tiffany is in the hallway on her duty station and a veteran teacher walks by that she's been wanting to talk to. Which of these strategies could Tiffany use? I want you to take a moment and think about that. If you were Tiffany, you were brand new and a veteran teacher walked by, which of those strategies would you use to engage that teacher, okay? Because you've been wanting to talk to them. You've heard some really good things about them. You heard they have some awesome relationships with their students. They're always performing. Their EOG or EOC scores are always top tier. They're always getting that top 25% payout. And you want to understand what is it that they're doing? I want to know them. I want to be like them, okay? So you have three options here. You could ask them a question. How was your weekend? What are some things that you do normally in your classroom that really impacts those relationships that you have with your students? Well, let me tell you, over the weekend, I learned that students do this, 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 and this. How have you seen this show up in your classroom? Tell me what you think about this. Tell them a story, okay? Peter is having challenges. I heard that you do awesomely with students who have challenges in your classroom. Help me out, okay? So I'm gonna give you a little bit of homework, okay? I want you to reflect on what we learned or what we discussed in today's episode. And I want you to think about how can you use these three steps as you begin to prepare for the new year? Before you go, tell me what you think. Subscribing to PD for the Soul means you love it and you want more. Rating us means you got something you want to get off your chest and I hope it's good. And downloading means, whoa, baby, you got space on your device and you want to fill it with this good good. Man, I hope it's all three. See you guys in the next episode.